All right, what is going on, fam? My name is Eric. And this is Shakara. And this is Teach Me, Don't Tell Me Podcast, Podcast, where we learn by example. Let's get into the episode. So really quickly, I just want to jump in here and pull the plug for our new book we have coming out. It's called The Overcomer, How I Found Success Through the Chaos. Feel free to pick up a copy on Amazon, uh, paperback or ebook. You just go to Overcomer Book 2020 on all social media. Get your copy today. Okay, well, let's get into it. So before Solomon, mm-hmm. I was hyped to have kids. I was not. I was like so ready to be a dad. Like it was scary. Yeah, no, I was anti-kids, and uh, I felt like we should enjoy our relationship. I felt like um, kids were going to be way too much of a responsibility that I just was not ready for, and yeah, no, I, I was anti, no, <laughs> no, thank I don't know. you. I think, I think the main reason why I wanted kids was because I... I came from a big family and I came from a family that I don't know we just had it was a different relationship with our parents with our step parents and I just wanted to be that person to change that for someone you know what I mean like I wanted to be a better example for my kids than that and so I think that for me personally I was ready yeah no I was not and I just felt like I knew that it was something that I would throw, I would throw myself at. I knew that it was something that, based off from where I came from, and how I was raised, and how I felt abandoned and neglected, that I would go to the ends of the, you know, the world for my child. So I felt like we had more than enough time to get there, but I, I just really wanted to enjoy being married and having a consistent relationship. Yeah, which you never really fully had. I mean, when we first got together, there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. We were basically traveling cities to come see each other. Mm-hmm. We were, I was in school, um, and you were like working like three jobs at the time. <laughs> and then when I was like, yo, we're getting ready to just make this transition, like, you know, we're going to leave our teams on the side and actually become a team you know what I mean and it was like okay now we have to pour ourselves into this relationship and still be productive adults so that was like the first challenge and I think the biggest challenge for me was understanding that was failing to understand that I still needed to maintain myself and my identity dating you I think it was for me because I was so hyped to date you and hyped to like be a part of your life because I'd always wanted that. I was willing to put all of Eric on the back burner to make sure that you didn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? That you felt like I was the one and only. You felt like there was nobody out there that could do it better than me, that could love you better than me. You know what I mean? That could take care of you better than me, that I literally like lost identity in myself for for like a long time Mm -hmm. 
And I think that was really a big transition having Solomon. I think I was more, and again, I wasn't really connected to Solomon for at least a year. When Solomon came, it was um, like even the news, like we had been together, or well, we had been together for what, three years? Yeah. Yeah, we had been together for three years. So we had, you know, we'd had some like a, a, a solid relationship. Um, I think that we were just trying to navigate life. Mm-hmm. And there's Solomon, a lot going on outside was, of our relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that we have like we knew that we had agreed and um, decided we were with the person that we were going to be with. Mm-hmm. And um, I was I, dead set. I was dead set. And I think that at that time we were just trying to get <laughs> get our sea legs. <laughs> <Is that what laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, sea legs in life. Like we had no idea. Like we were just branching out of living um, under, you know, families' roofs and tearing up our credit. Yeah, like (laughs) we we were just out in life and just trying to get our bearings. And when the news and we didn't have examples to show us how to do that or how to live like while you're in college and all that. Everything we saw was either on YouTube or on a, a movie. We saw you know the, what I mean? the horrible way to do it. Yeah. And we were both just dead set on being better parents than what we had, like, re- not that our parents are bad parents. Not that they didn't do everything that they could. Yeah. I think that for us, we had the ability and we saw a vision for our family that was different. different. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And Love so, you, moms. <laughs> love y'all both, for real. Quick shout out, Madre, Mama Julie. Love yeah, y'all. Love y'all. Um, but when Sam came, I was, or when Solomon, when we found out about Solomon, I was floored. I was just like, oh, it was a, it was an okay, like I wasn't devastated. I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) This changes. We're here. Everything. We're here. And, um. So let's tell them about. So this is this a good time to tell them about the story of how we found out. You can tell that story. <laughs> so, I'll probably jump in because you're definitely gonna misconstrue it. So we were having the biggest fight the night Shakara found out she was pregnant with both kids. Actually, <laughs> we were in like this huge throwdown, knockout, dragout fight. We've never put our hands on each other, but like there was been a fair share of yelling and you know slamming doors and disappearing at you know to family's houses and it was crazy anyway so the night that we found out she was pregnant we were arguing about something probably not even important do you remember what we were arguing about yes i know exactly what we were really about okay wow that's crazy This has been seven years. Well, so this this is what happened. I was working at um, Easy Pond, right? And I had the like most like how do how what's the word? I had the most intense. Cra- that's not the word that I want to use, but I had the most intense craving for a freaking turkey leg. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. Like, could nobody tell me nothing? I literally talked about it for five days, and you did not even attempt to get me. I didn't. You didn't even try. I was like, yo, we don't have a car. <laughs> like, 
what do you expect Mm, me to do? Catch the bus all the way. And where we lived at the time in Aurora, in Colorado, there was Mm -hmm. like the Walmart was like a 30 minute bus ride south of us. And because we were staying on first and uh, Havana. And there was a Walmart down on freaking Havana. And when it turns into what was that street? It's like down Havana. Like it's a it's a 28 minute bus ride. Okay. That's not where we're and I was like, I'm not doing it. I wanted the flu- the one from the flea market. And you so were Shakar like, wanted this specific turkey leg. I wanted a smoked turkey leg. I didn't want a cooked turkey. Like I didn't. I wanted. She didn't want to have smoked- to cook it herself. She wanted it wanted to be done and purchased. Turkey leg. That's what I wanted. And I had been talking about it for five days. That's so crazy. And you continued to ignore me, brush me off. And I was like, no, I'm getting this turkey leg. So that day, I think it was a Friday or a Saturday. I forget what it was. And um, I called. I, I was at work, and I called every single grocery store that was in our vicinity. And I asked them for a smoked turkey leg. Finally got a hit. And guess where it was? The Walmart down the street. No, the Safeway. Was it Safeway? Was it Safeway or King Supers? The one that's on six in Havana. Um, I no, think it's that King Supers. It's King Supers. Yeah. It was the King Supers, and they said, "Yeah," and I said, "Put three to the side. I'm getting it." So I was upset because I had to go to the extreme. Because you had to go. You had to make all the moves. I had and... to go to the extreme of calling every single Kings or you know every single grocery store, and then when I told you. Eric, I found one. You were like, "We're not going, Shakar. Like, it's not happening." And I was like, "No, because she, you got off work super late, and you're like, it closes soon." And I'm like, "Fam, by the time we get there, it's going to be closed, and then you're going to be upset, and then I'm going to be upset because I'm out here on a bicycle <laughs> at eleven something at night, and it's closed." And then, and so Shakara got on her bike, <laughs> went and pedaled down the street like 15 minutes to the store got her little turkey legs came home cooked no, we argued no 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 because that was when i was riding my bike to work remember mm-hmm. and i know you was fit i was i was riding my <laughs> bike to work every day and um i had um i i had i i was so upset that i rode my bike like at the the speed that i've never rode my bike before and it was like pitch black but I got into the King Supers got three not only did I get one but I got three turkey legs and threw them in my backpack and rode home crying and then I got home and I angrily threw the turkey leg on the pan shoved it in the oven so I could warm it up and then went to the bathroom and um, peed on a freaking pregnancy test. And I was like being petty and like talking under my breath and <laughs> basically just dismissing her the entire night. And so I'm, she kicks me out of the room. I'm sleeping on the couch. No, and then you said, what is your problem? <laughs> 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 uh, 
And literally, I'm sitting on the couch. We got this little broke down couch. And I said, this is... And she literally chucks this wet freaking pregnancy test at me. Hits me in the chest. And I'm like, why are you throwing this pissy thing? Oh my God, we're having a baby. Literally instant love for you. So (laughs) legit. Like we were not just like about to punch each other in the face. I yeah so then I go and you know while we're arguing before because I peed on the stick and obviously you let it sit down then I go to the oven (laughs) and I go and angrily chop up some iceberg lettuce with some tomatoes and some ranch dressing (laughs) and get me a turkey leg and slap Mm. it on my plate and walk away right Mm-hmm. And I remember this. Like, what is your problem? And I threw the test at you. I said, "This is my problem." Then I go into the yes. room. Yes. <laughs> the moment I bit. It into, wasn't even two minutes later, the y'all. The moment I bit into the turkey leg that I had been wanting for a whole week, threw up. Threw everything up. So I had turkey sandwiches. <laughs> Shredded turkey soup, boy. I was and then mad. I was even more pissed because in the morning, when I woke up, I I go out to the kitchen. You left the turkey leg all spread out on the thing. Refused to throw anything in the trash. Didn't pick up after yourself. And guess what? I ended up throwing up all over again because I smelled the turkey. <laughs> turkey leg. I was so upset. Sorry, guys. That was a total sidestep. Um, but yeah, but I remember so, exactly. What I so, <laughs> so having Solomon, let's talk about leading up. So Shakara's first pregnancy was so hard. It was horrible. It was horrible for both of us. Like <laughs> she was so emotional. Like You're I couldn't take it. And then I was just like so fed up. I was being petty on purpose, and like she would say something and then she would throw up and I'm like oh my god bro just go for a walk just walk it off I I used to tell her that so much (laughs) so insensitive do you you remember when um, you were like Go on, go ride bikes with me. I was five months pregnant. Oh my God! But we rode like, bikes to church, pregnant guys. I was five months pregnant. And God, I was we're like, so bummy. I'm really tired. Like I'm really tired. And you were like, "Just get up, let's go." <laughs> and I was like, "No, babe. Like seriously, I'm really tired." <laughs> and guess what? You were like, "Come on, Shakara, you're gonna sit here later all day." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so now I feel bad. And then I get up and I go and then there's this car that's coming as we're riding going going through Central Park, right? Oh my god. There's this car bro. that's coming. I was like, Eric, the car is coming. Hurry up and jump the curb. Oh my god. Like, I was like, No, oh. no, I don't wanna do it, Eric. Oh my Five gosh, months guys. Pregnant. Five, Five months, pregnant. months pregnant, bro. She biffed it. Didn't you fall? No, I didn't fall. The tire popped. Oh my god! And you, <laughs> I wish I could test on here. I was I so wish. upset. Why did you just lift your front tire up? I was complaining. I didn't ask if she was okay. Nothing. You like nothing. Where were we even? So where were we going? That we were like. I have no idea. I think you were trying to get me out of the house, and I told you. I, 
Anyway, so oh I go. God, I, so the tire pops, and Eric, look, what did you tell me? It's okay. I've ridden on bikes with no air in them before. The <laughs> house is up the street. It's cool. We can make it. We can make it. When I tell you, I that sat bike down. Was all over the first place. First of all, I sat down on the curb and cried. 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 And I'm I sitting like, here embarrassed. I, look, I'm sitting there crying because, first of all, I didn't want to go. I'm emotional. I'm pregnant. I was scared for my life. And he literally told me to pop, hop. Who, what, what sane person (laughs) tells a pregnant woman to hop off the curb or jump the curb when they're five months pregnant? And then me and my stupid self is trying to listen to you and the tire pops. And then it was the middle, what was it, summer? And Mm. I'm like, it's too hot out here. I don't want to overheat because, you know, like you're freaking out about the body temperature or your body temperature and how it can affect the development of your baby. And so I'm sitting here bawling my eyes out and I threw the bike at you. She literally just planted in this on the curb, would not move. I'm like, Shakara, we have to move. I threw the bike at you and I said, I'm not going anywhere. You go <laughs> to the house. What did I say? I said, you take you the bike. Go. You take the both bikes. Go to the house. Get the car and come back and get me. Oh my gosh. Bro. I sat there and I refused to move. Literally, I was like, this. Did I end up going again? Yes. Oh my God. You went and got the car. You really thought I was playing? I was not playing. Okay. And then was even more upset that I had to sit there and wait, crying the whole time. You should have seen them people at the park looking, staring at me. I picked up that bike and threw that thing so hard at you. You're a menace. So, okay, so let's let's get back to the topic because we're talking about um, dynamics, right? We're talking about relationship dynamics. So dynamic in the beginning of our relationship was okay. It went downhill really fast because we had like this transition of friend to boyfriend because we'd known each other so long. Like I was expecting the only thing to change was like I get to touch you and hug you and kiss you and do other things to you. Versus where before I couldn't do that because you would have thought it was weird. So I was thinking the friendship was still going to be there. Shakara completely X'd the friendship out like, nope, you're my boyfriend. Different rules, different game, totally different book. We're not even in the different chapter no more. This is totally different books now. Okay. Then she gets pregnant and we take like another turn for the worse because emotionally I can't handle her. I'm stressing out. She's stressing out. We still have to work multiple jobs because jobs, freaking minimum wage was trash at that time. Trash. We were on the bus. We didn't have a car for like a port, a large portion of her pregnancy. So we were literally riding bikes and taking the bus everywhere. Okay. Um, so now Solomon comes and we had him like her water broke the night we left that oh apartment. Oh my gosh. So we moved out the night before he was born. And here's the crazy part. So the whole day we slept, right? <laughs> we get home. We get to her mother's house. No, the whole day we were cleaning. The whole day we the, were cleaning the, chemicals and everything. Clearing stuff out, moving I, and stuff. I, look, the funny thing about it is I had no clue what nesting was. And I had shampooed the carpet Yo, five times. Shakara was freaking I nesting was like never before. I was scrubbing the walls. I was cleaning the shelves with a toothbrush. 
I, I can't, like, I literally, I was going bananas. Had no clue. Had no we clue. We left that apartment so clean. Two, it, was two, <laughs> it was two in the morning. It was like two, two, it was, it was like two one in, or two in the morning. It was two in the morning. We took all the last of the stuff out of the house and we drove to her mother-in-law's house, which, which is in is, Golden. Oh my God. Okay. From Aurora. That's like a 35 minute drive. Mm-hmm. Right. We get to her house. It's like three o'clock in the morning. We're worn out completely. Yeah. We pass out in her mom's bed. She wakes me 2:30, up. 2.30. 2.30. 2.30. It was 2.45. It was 2.45 when your water broke? It was 2.45 when my water broke. Okay. Because the messed up part about it was, this is what happened. Eric, like, you know you always do, passes out right away. Immediately. I'm, it's like a switch for me. Like, my switch goes off and I'm gone. Like, if you don't catch me, I'm out of here. I'm sitting there tossing and turning. And I, so... During my first pregnancy with Solomon, I was buku crazy with research. I was going bananas on research. And so, um, you know, it's your first pregnancy, you want to know everything. And I was I was tossing, I was tossing, and at that stage in your pregnancy, I was I was what I only had like what I had him at thirty seven weeks, so I only had like three more weeks. I was exhausted. You know it's hard for you to sleep without like 15,000 pillows like you have to find a specific you know and so I was trying to get and navigate um the best way to go to sleep so I'm exhausted tired I've been cleaning for over 12 hours and I've been cleaning for over 12 hours and so what happens is um I felt this pop and I was like there's no way. There's absolutely no way. And then I was like, okay, no, it's cool if I, if I like, open my legs, because I'm laying on my side. <laughs> I was like, if I open my legs and nothing comes out, then I'm gonna be good and I could just go to sleep, right? And so, <laughs> I, I literally lift my leg like that, and water starts gushing out. I was like, I was like, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. So I wake you up, and I was like, Eric, my water broke. And at this time, my sister is living with us. So my sister's in the other room. My niece is uh, in the other room with her. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so I was like... Mom was sleeping on the couch. No, mom wasn't there. She wasn't there that night? Where was she at? Mom wasn't there. She's that at work? That was when mom was... Backpacking. Backpacking. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> that was when mom was backpacking. So our mom left us her don't, apartment. Don't put my mom's business out there. That was when mom was backpacking. And she was just wilding. Like not, this is not about. She had a midlife crisis. Anyways, so um. Anyways, so mom, I'm not gonna put your business out there. Love anyway, you, Padre. So, so we, what was it? I said, Eric, my water broke, and you jumped up, and you were like, "What?" No, here's and what made me jump. First, here's one, what made me jump up. I I rolled over, and she stood up off the bed. No, 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 that hadn't happened yet. And I told you to be quiet. I said, "Shh, don't, don't, don't wake up anybody. Be quiet," because <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, I can still get some sleep. <laughs> so I said, "Look, look, look, look." If I stand up, the baby's head will engage, 
and it'll stop the water from coming out and we'll be good we'll be good <laughs> and Eric was like okay okay so I stood up and, and it, all the it water was just came like, out it was like she had a pitcher of water in her hand she was facing away from me so she had like this little gown shirt on or whatever and it was just the hallway like in our in our mother laws room there's like this little side hall and then it goes into the bathroom and that light was on and all you could just see was just splashing Pouring. water oh my gosh everywhere so i'm like oh my god my baby's about to be on the floor and so i'm walling going I'm dashing in and out of the room i'm throwing bringing, throw, towels at me <laughs> literally at her face <laughs> so disrespectful and like then, they were still folded <laughs> And then the messed up part about it. What did you tell me? You're messing up all of the after, towels. After I give her about seven or eight <laughs> towels, bro, she soaked them all up. I sat down on the bed completely exhausted. <laughs> you're doing that. You're doing that. You're No, when I say you're washing those towels. <laughs> so disrespectful. So disrespectful. So, so... The me- the, at that time I have no we're totally off topic look, by the way we're totally off topic at that time I've had no epidural well technically we're on topic it's parenting we're talking about styles though and now we're talking about like <laughs> baby we're so t- sorry guys it's so off topic okay so long story short I didn't we don't get have no the sleep. baby for a whole day I didn't get no sleep I so I was stubborn and I had known that if I had went to the hospital, based on my research, that I would be forced into getting a um, C-section. Or a C-section, yeah. And I said, no, I'm not doing it. So I just stayed in contact with my midwife and um, based on my contractions, which at that time I had none. None. I had no contractions that um, I, would, um, I would stay home for 24 hours. I would labor at home for 24 hours. Well, I labored at home for 24 hours and got there, and what happened? Nothing. Nothing. So um, it took what they had given me some, like, two rounds of pills to soften my cervix. It's like mm-hmm. this tiny, itty-bitty birth control What was it called? Pill. It's not, um, it always reminds me of, like, drugs. I forget what the actual name was. Toast, but I, Mitosin I, No, I said no to the Pitocin. I said, never, ever in my life will I take Pitocin. You're smoking crack. Like, that's not going to happen. And they were like, well, because, you know, they're trying to get me to go into labor. They're like, we got to wrap it up. We need this room. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Time is ticking. Time is ticking. And I was like, no, I'm not doing Pitocin. And and then, you know me, I'm being for real stubborn. I'm like, just send me home. Right. Just send me home. They're like, we can't send you home. Like, your water's broken. Yeah. Like, we got to like, keep you. So, um, I was like, no, just send me home. Like, it's cool. I want to go to sleep. And so, they gave me Ambien. They gave me Ambien. Yo, knocked they her out. Knocked me out for an hour. They woke me back up to take another pill, and I threw everything up, and I yeah. went into complete labor. Yeah. Um, and then what was like 10 minutes, 15 minutes after that, and Sam... No, check this out. She almost had my baby in the toilet. She was like, <laughs> I need to poop. I need to poop. And like, I'm knocked out, like completely comatose. Thank like, God I'm, Tiara was and there. Tiara just happened to be there, and she was amazing. Like, okay. we were worried ninja. that she was going to suck. You know what I mean? Like, and Tiara was And she clutch. was a ninja that night. Because so, I almost fell because your little hate She got out of the bed, <laughs> not realizing that her whole body is like under freaking paralyzed, paralyzation. What do you call it? Paralysis, Paralysis. from the little 
pill Ambien, that you took. The sleep pill. Yeah. yeah. Put her whole body to all, relax all your muscles. All your muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and so Tiara like carried her to the toilet and she was like. No, because I almost fell walking. I was like teeter tottering yeah. and she caught me and then walked me. So she's yeah. sitting on the toilet like pushing. 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 And all of a sudden she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. I was like, I'm like, what is going on in here? I'm like, hey. Hey! Don't you have my baby no toilet? <laughs> the messed up part about it is that kind of happened with don't Sam, have, too. Don't you have my baby no toilet? And here's the crazy part. She's sitting on there thinking she got to poop and, like, the baby's crowning. I'm like, yo, first of all, this is not going to be our story. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay, let's do this. Let's well, just get no. you in the tub because well, we're yeah. supposed to have a water bird. Yeah. And so the nurse was like, <laughs> what did the nurse come in? She was like, um, you need to go lay back down. Right. I was like, no. She's like, she was so calm. <laughs> look, no, I'm, I'm having my baby. Look, I'm pushing. I'm, I'm having and my what baby. She, I just remember you saying that. I'm having my baby. <laughs> and she's like, no, you're not. And she's like, okay, it's not your body. But I was like, Shakar, shut up. <laughs> so petty. <laughs> so I said, look, let's just do this. Let's she just goes, fill up the tub. She goes. You can sit in there. You can relax, chill, and whatever. She, and what did the nurse say? She's like, we can only examine you one time. I one said, time. And look, I was like, I don't care. Like, right. She's like, my baby's coming. Like, I just need to be. And so we tried to put her in the tub. <laughs> we tried to put her in the tub, like, on her hands and knees, right? And, like, the tub was too small. It was just, like, not. Like, a, they couldn't move. It wasn't a good pregnancy yeah. tub. Yeah. So then she sat on her back, which wasn't comfortable at all but at least she was like in warm water so it was kind of soothing mm-hmm. and so the nurse put her hand down there after she got situated no, my it was doctor like, came she, she brought my doctor because i didn't want her touching me yeah <laughs> and so the doctor was like oh there's the baby's head all right we're in here and like so everybody's like duh like we've been trying to tell you right and so long story like, short sam solomon comes yeah and he we had him in the tub dude our relationship after that Oh, it was trash. Okay, it so... was completely absent. So... I I was left in a drawer like a stepchild. Do you understand me? <laughs> when when Especially when after people you talk about him, oh my god, when people was, talk about the separation anxiety and the freaking newly found relationship with the newborn, like me personally, I did not have that relationship with Solomon until we were like a he was like almost a year old. Where it really, like, one day I just woke up, like, dude, you have a son. And wow. I just click it clicked. For Shakara, it was immediate. Yeah. And so I'm more pissed at the baby. Like, bro, you taking my boo. Like, I'm more upset with him because I don't get the QT I'm looking for. And the whole time, Shakara is like, I'm sorry, well, who are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, you're a grown I'm like, man. Like, wait, I'm your husband. Like, you know, you think about this helpless baby that, you know, needs me for everything. First of all, I was breastfeeding, so that in itself is the baby is never leaving me. Literally. And then on top of that, it's just like the baby's helpless. Like, he can't walk, he can't talk, he can't move without me. And so then you're over here like... But Solomon by himself, he was a good baby. You grown man. He slept all night. He oh yeah, like, he slept from you know, day one. He he would be like kind of crazy during the day, but he slept all night, all every night, night, every night, every with no issues. Night. It was crazy. Yeah, he's amazing, baby. Well, then, so this is why I always tell. Um, this is why I always tell, you know, couples with new babies, do not forget your partner. 
man. Like you do not do not forget your partner because I think that that's what caused the delay I with was your so bonding. Alone. <laughs> I think that that's what what caused the delay with your bonding with Solomon mm. is because I didn't had some and jealousy. Well, that some and animosity. I didn't I didn't even allow you the time because you think about it. Every time he cried, I'd be like, "Give me my baby." Yeah. Like, um, I, I never got a chance to console him. Like, I would try. If, if it didn't work after, like, 30 seconds. I was there. I'd I'm like, babe, I just want to hold my baby. <laughs> I just want to let him stop crying. I want to be the one. She's like, give me my baby right now. And I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm borderline pissed off, but I'm also, like, sad at the same time. Like, what are we going to do? You know what the I mean? baby's crying. I can't really, you know. So, with Solomon. I was, I was an over... Protective. <laughs> oh, like over everything. I w- Overprotective. Yeah. I over was. What is it? What do they call it? Helicopter loving. parent. I, I was a helicopter parent. You were a micromanaging parent. Oh, if I've ever seen one. My gosh, Eric, you were. I couldn't heat a you, bottle up without you going <laughs> over my shoulder. <laughs> you got enough water in there, Shakar? It's a cup of water. I got this. <laughs> oh my god. What do you feed my baby? It's the applesauce you, you gave me earlier. The one time that I left him, left you alone with him for like three oh hours. Oh my god. I could not handle it at you all. Called me. I you called me. her like, Shakara, what am I supposed to do with this thing? I've done everything I know to do, which ain't much. And he is, he's killing me. <laughs> I'm dying. So dramatic. I need you to come home ASAP. So dramatic. So dramatic. I was literally she gone gets for home, like. I'm worn out. <laughs> I taken. I went to bed when she got home. I was like, bro, I can't. Bro, I just can't. I went can't. to go work out. I went to go work out. Like, I was really trying. And I was super hyped, too. Like, bro, I got this. Like, first time I'm going to be able to, like, really do with my baby what I want, not what you want. Like, peace. Get out of here. I got this. 20 minutes bro, later. Bro, no. He looked at me like, who are you? <laughs> first of all, where's mom? I don't know who you are. Like, I, stranger danger. Stranger, <laughs> stranger danger. And he literally the whole time screamed, kicked, like, you know, like that blood curdling scream. Mm. That was the first time I'd ever heard anything like that. Yeah. And it was for my own kid because of me, which was like the worst part. <laughs> I like, I was, man, I, I called him a nick. I called him N word. I'm be honest. I'm oh like, as I'm thinking God. about it in my head, I was like, nigga, I'm your dad. I'm your dad. And it was just, I was so frustrated. Anyway, moving to the actual parenting side. Let's yeah. get to that. So our relationship had some ups and downs before Solomon came. Once he came, it, it there was no up it, there was no up it was all at down. all. It was just down, it was all down for like the first year. Yeah. And then after that was when like we went to like counseling and then we started talking to like our marriage counselors yeah. because they have three kids and we were just like, yo, like what do we do like yeah i don't feel like a husband she don't feel like a wife she's mom duty 24 7 like yeah. how do i like we don't even like we ain't even getting it in like we used to because you're talking about me because the only only thing sorry the only thing she's doing is breastfeeding the baby being about the baby and it was so frustrating for me because i'm like yo i just want to love on you yeah and she was just like no i have baby to take care of and i'm like but what about me what about me? You are and so, a wolf. <laughs> you are a wolf. <laughs> Shut up. So, so the first year was like really, really rough. Like, I think I got in a car accident that year oh too. Oh God, when Solomon was like three. Man, months. it yeah, was bad. 
bad it too. was it was rough so that whole first year was was trash it was trash which second year was a little bit better <laughs> like we started to kind of get our holdings we had after, found a stable after place we weaned him yeah after we yeah it was him, a lot better it was his birthday like his first birthday and i i was like no mo no mo we're done i want my life back um and so after uh we weaned solomon or i weaned him uh because you would just yeah i couldn't wait um, I was like, back up, bro. Watch it, that. I, it wasn't, I don't, like, we had started to, okay, see, I had started to see myself outside of being a mom, but I was still very much a helicopter parent. I was very much involved, overly involved. I didn't want certain people around my baby. I didn't want people talking or saying certain things around my baby. Like, I, I needed it to be perfect, which really kind of reflects on how Solomon acts now. Oh, my God. And, Bougie. Just like he's like yeah. he did not come from us. And then um it wasn't what was it? Year three was when we moved. Was when we moved to Arizona. No, it, he was four. He was uh, he was three, about to be four. Yeah. And then it was like we didn't have anybody to fall back on. I think so. At two year at year two is when. We were having a financial issue, and I put him we into daycare. We were moving daycare. in and out of people's houses. I put him and... into daycare, and I started going back to work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when we started to finally take a like a while, like a breath, like yeah. okay, getting back to life. And then um, by the time we started reassessing like where our relationship was, we really didn't really know each other at that point yeah. anymore. It was like okay, what's your name? <laughs> Basically, and then we moved. And all we had was each other. We yeah. moved to a whole different state. and. But check this, though. When we moved, that first, like, three or four weeks where we didn't, we weren't. Like, we were working, but it wasn't, like, we had no crazy. Because I, I started at Humana, like, a month after we got there. And at that point, all of our funds had dried up. We, we had... were staying with Miss um, Washington. No. Mr. Miss Washington. Um, Because we had stayed in, like, those two Airbnbs, and then from there, we went to Miss Washington. Yeah. And so, like, that whole season, it was just us. It was just us. Every day, all day. Like, I was trying to, like, build some network marketing company at the time, and it was not working at all, but it gave me purpose. And so I felt relieved. I felt productive. And, like, it was just good. And then that was my time where me and Solomon were, like, really bonding at the time. Yeah, you guys We bonded heavy. Like, I got kicked all the way out. Like, that first year we moved here, me and Solomon bonded so heavy that year. Yeah. And But it was like, I, I was I was never home to see him like that. Because mm-hmm. we were working six jobs when he was born. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even having to cut back on jobs was hard enough, even now that we have a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I think our parenting style initially was just really survival. Mm-hmm versus you know what I mean like okay let's plan and let's execute yeah. it was more like we just need to make sure he don't die and that he has every single thing he could ever want or need like yeah. it was crazy and so I think transitioning to Sam I think when that Sam a, came well that, when he came we were in a transitional period mentally and spiritually we were doing better as we were a way we were, better we were yeah we, we were, were like, stable yeah good income like we were in a good place and i had just lost like 70 pounds shakar was down like a gang she was five pounds from her goal weight to 155 and like 
everything was gold, everything was amazing, and then Sam, we find out we're pregnant with Sam, we had an argument that day as well, and again, Shakara threw the freaking pregnancy test at me. No, that's not how, no, that's not at all how that happened. With Sam? Yeah, that's not at all how it happened. How did it happen with Sam? Because I remember we had an argument that day too. No, 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 no. We had an argument, but that was not, and this is funny because I know exactly why we're arguing. <laughs> well, so with Sam. I hate Sam, that my memory ain't as good as yours. With Sam, you, um, you begged me for him. And I was like, no, like, bruh, I just lost this weight. I'm trying to be new. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be fresh. I already know and what it's like. she was like skinny fit too. And I was like, I already know what it's like. Like I, I don't want to go through postpartum depression. I don't want to go, you know what I'm saying? Postpartum depression. We is don't want to repeat like, I don't want that none of that. Season again, yeah. Like, um, it was just, it was, it, it was something that I did not heal from. Like all I, re- all I had was tons of scars from obviously the time how bad I treated her and it it was was just it's crazy and so I was like no like I don't ever want to be pregnant by you ever again yeah like I'm done it was we're good um I treated you so bad yeah like mentally like I never like put my hands on you but mental mentally bro I trashed you daily like just get up why are you so lazy? Why are you so tired? I called her lazy one day. That set her off for like two weeks. I was like, bro, I couldn't, I couldn't leave Colonel Corn in the sink, bro. Like, <laughs> I couldn't, man. It was terrible. But um, yeah, when I when I found out that I was pregnant with Sam, I had came to your job, and that was when I was doing. I was working during the day and I was driving at night. So I was mm. I was doing that, and then you were working at. I was working at Comcast. No. No, no, I was here. Yeah. I was working progression. at um, Progression. And so, um, then it came, like I, like we we had a a schedule where I would come and pick you up, um, so you could drop me off to go work. To go work out. No, to go work. To go work. At Cox. Oh, true. And okay. then. Um, Dang, it's all coming back now. Yeah. True. And so what happened is, is I, what did, what did, what did I, what did I, what did, you had said something slick and I forget what it was, but I, we were in the car and I was like, I'm pregnant. And you were like, what did you say? You were like, oh, are you going to get all emotional again? Oh my gosh. And I was just like, I just I totally at, caused that I fight. Yeah. Just looked at you and I was just like, Yeah. I was like, Man, don't tell me you're going to get all emotional on me again. Wow. And literally set her all the way off. Like, first of all, I didn't want, like, and she didn't even, like, she didn't even explode like, like she would normally. She just shut down, which to me was a lot scarier. I'm just going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. That was way. I didn't know what I to was, do. I was so hurt. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to die. She's going to kill me. You, I'm pretty sure. You literally begged me to have this baby. And I didn't want to whatsoever. Not that, and I don't want, I don't want Sam to hear this and ever think that I didn't want him. Yeah. I didn't want to be pregnant at that time. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't really demonstrated to you that I was ready for and it, you even though I me, talked about it. You told me, it's not going to be like how it was. It's not going to be this. It's not going to be that. Like, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to, you know, support you emotionally. Like, I'm not going to be like how I was. 
And then the day that I tell the you very that I'm first pregnant, thing the I first say, thing that comes out of your slick. mouth is not, I'm so excited, thank you. Like nothing, but it's something slick. Like you're not going to get emotional again, are you? Of course I'm going to get emotional. Oh of man, course. that was... I, I just didn't even say This is what anything. happens when you when you don't think before you speak. That's just, that's what that's all about. I was just like, okay, not talking to so you. So how would you say the pregnancy with Sam was better, worse, around the same? It was hard. The pregnancy in itself, like the pregnancy in itself, Sam's pregnancy was hard on me. Yeah. That was it was hard, like on yeah. my body hard. Um, with Solomon, I stopped working at five months. Mm-hmm. With Sam, I worked until the very end. Literally. Like, I worked Literally. until the very end. Um, I was still trying to work out. I was so tired. Mm-hmm. But Sam's pregnancy hit my body hard. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wow. And I thought that it was just going to be, like, the pregnancy I had with Solomon. But... It it hit me so hard. I, I was I was working. I was I was doing two different jobs at the time. Yeah. And I was working out five days a week. Eating. Eating. Freaking five six times a day. It was a lot, and yeah. I was just like I, I started getting exhausted and worn out, and then, you know, you were you were on pins and needles, trying not to oh my God. offend me or upset me. And it, I know what to say. <laughs> and I felt like my parenting style from Solomon really shifted because yeah. I was working nights with I, I was working nights when I was pregnant with Sam mm-hmm. and Solomon was so used to me working um, during the day and being there with him. And when he gets out of school, I get off of work. Mm-hmm. That was how it was because I was at the daycare. So when he got out of school, I got out of work, yeah. and we would spend all day together. And then you would come home, and then we'd spend all day, all night together. And I went from completely involved, helicopter mom, to he was sitting out on the couch by himself for Watching hours. TV. Yeah. For hours. And I, I felt so bad. But I could not, for the life of me, stay awake because during the day, during the... Mm-hmm. Um, the day is when I got all of my sleep so he would get home and I would I'm out I'm cold and then right before right when you get home I'm getting up and I'm getting ready to go to work yeah like it was rough and so um as Solomon our my relationship with him really changed and that's when you really stepped up yeah. yeah you really stepped up then um I even think we had a conversation about this one night about like hey like Solomon, I'm sensing something in Solomon that's changing. Mm-hmm. Like he's realizing that he's not the center of attention yeah. anymore. And he went through a period where he was like really acting out. Yeah, he still kind of. He still kind of does, but I think it took us having, like, I had to have so many sit downs with him and just explain what was happening because to Solomon, he's been the only kid for what four years. Yeah, well, you six, know what I mean. Six years well, six years, yeah. And then all of a sudden yet. now. No. You know what I mean? You're not the center of attention anymore. And, you know, it would seem like people don't love you that much. Yeah. You know, I can understand that. that and so he went through like that hard breakup season, yeah. you know. And then once Sam actually did come, I think when 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 Sam came, 
I was so determined to do different. Be more involved. Yes. Yeah. So my my parenting style completely flipped on his head when he was born. When I tell you, you were, I was literally, I had the, the, I hadn't even got used to breastfeeding again. And with Sam, I had a really, uh, some difficulty breastfeeding. I hadn't even got used to it. And you were like, where are my ounces at? And I'm like, bro, I, (laughs) I, I, give me my baby and my ounces. Like, he's like, you better pump so I can see my child. And I'm like. I'm struggling. Yeah. <laughs> right now, like I just I'm struggling. Um and it was just it was, it was <laughs> so much running the mill. This all you got for me. This all you got for me. <laughs> and it was it was intense, but um yeah, you were you went from like not being a dad to like all right super dad bro i was in there super like super dad i was like yo and after a while like i was i was tiring myself out because i was overdoing it Mm -hmm. but i was overdoing it almost to make up for not what happened yeah and so i was all over solomon i was with the baby and i mean it was just like still dealing with the repercussions of this oh my god Sam is so spoiled, my guy. Like Solomon. Solomon's spoiled too, but Solomon is also smart. So he, if you sit down with him and talk to him, he he understands. And like, but Sam's one. He doesn't understand what's going on right now. Yeah, that's true. You know, all he knows is feed me, potty. You know what I mean? Like hold me up. You know what I mean? Like all he knows is is for us to take care of him. That's true. You know what I mean? And so with Solomon that transition of parenting I really had to not separate but I had to differentiate how to parent them at the same time because even now Solomon is seven Sam's about to be two I still have to like pull Solomon aside and like break like finish breaking down what I started with them together Mm -hmm. because Sam you tell him sit down or go to bed or whatever and he you know for the most part will for the most part Solomon, he's still, I still have to break it down to him why. He asks why about uh, everything. Never discouraged him from that. Everything. And we, we tell him, hey, if you have questions, bro, ask. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you ask than assume and then you get in trouble and now you're getting a whooping because you didn't ask questions. Yeah. And so we always encourage him to speak up, always encourage him to speak his mind, which I didn't get to do at all as a kid. Not at all. Shakara had full liberty <laughs> to say whatever, whenever. And, you know, and, and with respect, though, because her mom's a beast, yeah. you know, um, but I think for me personally, my parenting style flipped between Sam, between Solomon and Samuel. Yeah. Once I started being a father to Solomon, I was still figuring stuff out. When Sam came, it was like, yo, I got this in the bag. I got this in the bag and I'm available mentally. Like, let's go. And I have to prove myself. And I got to make sure that Shakar don't leave me. So let me <laughs> let me step it up. <laughs> leave you with both of these kids. Yo, because Shakar's always scared me. Like there'd be nights when I just want to disappear into the night and never come back. That's and I'm like, depression. First like, of all, legit. and I didn't know about like depression that. until I went through that bout. You know, like right before After Sam was born. Yeah. No, this was recent. No, when I went, like, before I started writing that book, mm-hmm. I, I started writing Overcomer as a journal mm-hmm. back in 2016. We oh, just moved here. Yeah, that's true. So that whole time, like, it was right after I had that peaceful three and a half weeks or whatever mm-hmm. of just serenity and just being around my family. 
the moment I went back to work, it was like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> like legit, I was like, I don't want to be here. And so I feel like that also affected how I parented because it was like, I'm struggling mentally. My kids need me to be available and be actively present. Shakara needs me to be available and actively present. And I literally had no idea this, the depression that you were going through mm-hmm. with Solomon. And so now we have Sam and I'm just coming out of that season. And I'm just like so grateful that you didn't freaking kick me to the curb. Mm-hmm. How terrible I treated you when you were depressed. When I went through my season of depression, Shakara was like, yo, I've been here. Let me help you. Let me stick around. Like, let me just be patient. And I did not have that same grace Grace for you. My my grace for you was like one inch. Not even. Like, fam, get out this bed now. She's like, I literally physically can't. Like, even now, (laughs) when I be having my down days, you'd be like, no, actually, actually, I'm not even going to say that because recently I had a down day and you were very much... I, I picked up on it yeah and adjusted like yeah. yo mommy's not getting up right now we're gonna give her an extra hour or two yeah. i don't know what she had to do last night um you know to get her mind right get her spirit right but she is knocked so we gonna let her sleep mm-hmm. and so i've been just kind of paying attention like when her alarm clock goes off i i'm the one i'm the first one to your alarm clock and that's kind of watch you like if you don't move or like if you if if it just ain't your day like okay I'm gonna give her some grace and then me and the boys go and we do our thing but as far as parenting styles I really think that parents need to really pay attention to where they are mentally yeah when having kids because you lose track of self so when easy. you have to care for a kid like that so easy and then when Sam first came, that was my whole thing is I have to still have something outside of this house that oh, I yeah. can look forward to. You're determined. And so it was a month after he was born that I was working part time. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. And even now, like, it, it, what is it? We had always made an effort to, like, with Solomon, I stayed home the first two years. Mm-hmm. I refused to put him in anybody else's care until he was speaking, till he was talking, till he could tell me what was going on. Yeah. With Sam, I'm very much like, even now, like, I've made a move in my, like, in a job that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have ever made when I was with Solomon. Yeah. For the simple fact that... Um, we would have to have a babysitter, exactly. and he's only a year. He's only a year, and I could have stayed in my position and we would have still been okay to not be with that or to be without a babysitter. Yeah. But I've made a decision to continue to push forward in my own goals and to continue to, to cater, not necessarily specifically just or like not necessarily all the way to myself, but still take care of myself. Yeah. Um, I have to, and it was a, it was a hard thing for me to make that decision but I feel like, and I can't. I went the route. I went the way of throwing my entire self into my child, and I, it, it, it tore me apart. Mm-hmm. Um, because your child will always take. Your child will always take. There's never enough that they you can give them that they won't continue yeah. to take. And so, if you do not take the time to um, pour into yourself nurture yourself speak life into yourself pull yourself up and and give yourself what you need 
and continue to have and and to continue to have somebody that's constantly taking from you and you're still not revitalizing yourself there's going to be nothing left of you exactly and that's that's what happened it's not good for anybody and so with this with sam i'm very much um i used to be a helicopter parent and i recognize Mm -hmm. that that not only hurt me but it it really hurt solomon it hurt solomon um in ways that we're still dealing with now um he has you know he's limited in his independent play he feels that he needs assistance with every single thing he uh you know what i'm saying things that things that um that are not healthy yeah um but i think at the end of the day with sam i've allowed him to explore explore his own environment be himself embrace who he is as a child and, and have the strength to stand back and let him make I, the mistakes, I let him grow. I sent my one-year-old to into another state and someone else's care for a whole month. For a month. And that... I'm like, yo, Solomon, is, he didn't get to go for a no weekend one. until he was like two, okay? Well, no, until, even then. It even was, then, it, it was, was still like, I'm coming, like I'm going to be by to see him. It was like he was four <laughs> years old. Four or yeah. five years old before that happened, but... With Sam, I realized that I have to allow my child to be able to to navigate life with other people and be open to um, experiencing other people at an early age, to understand yeah. diversity and socialization as opposed to uh, being cooped up near me all the time. Yeah. And I recognize that that's not safe for me. What do you think? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with that. And, and this will kind of be where we end the podcast for today is when you when you are a helicopter parent, and all you want to do is just control what they do, how they move, where they go. You really rob them mm-hmm. of the opportunity of self-awareness. Yeah. And that's something that we didn't grow up with or I didn't grow up with. You were very self-aware growing yeah. up. I'm, I was always in the need to be around people because I'd never learned that. Like no yeah. one taught me that and I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. And so as you grow with your children, as we make that pivotal step from kid to kid you have to realize that you know even with your first kid you still have to as hard as it's going to be take time to let them explore and become self-aware that's something that they have to just kind of work out on their own you know it's not something that you can do for them and I think if we can allow ourselves that it'll make sleep training better (laughs) it'll make potty training better um, it'll make freaking playtime with other kids better they'll be able to share better um, you know, they'll be able to be more self-aware and thus more productive and thus they'll learn faster. Yeah. You know, and that's what we always want. We want to, you know, be that parent that says they got the smartest kid in the room, you know. Well, not only that, it just reflects later on in their life that they're able to cope with mm-hmm. life. And because life is not, you don't have a helicopter parent in life as an adult. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You don't have someone you to have steer to figure you. It out. You have to figure it out. And so at the end of the day, I think that the the giving a child the safety of being in your care while learning yeah is the and best just being gift. like that little bumper yeah you know and yeah. i think that'll be exactly what they need okay jumping in once again feel free to check out our youtube channel faith family and fitness for the live video commentary and the extras to our podcast we'd love to see you guys on youtube again that's faith family and fitness all right there you have it family 
We pray that our past experiences and processes have blessed you on your journey in your relationships. And until next time, this is Teach Me, Don't Tell Me Podcast.